We're gonna get started in three, two. Welcome to the Bruce Cooper podcast. This is the very first episode. This is something I've been super excited about. I've told a lot of people about. I've been working on it for a while. Um, I will be doing this podcast with my beautiful wife, Edith. You probably know her as Ethel. She's been a long time lurker in the Twitch chats. And uh, yeah, do you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> it just makes me think of like long, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> I mean, you are. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah, the, this is kind of a new thing. Um, basically, how it's going to work is I, uh, I'm i going to talk about things that I'm interested in, which is primarily, you know, video games, tech stuff. And um, Edith is going to talk more about things that she's into. Like, what are you into? <laughs> what are you going to talk about? Um, most, oh, I feel like, is that loud? It's fine. Mostly um, just what I'm watching. Big big into watching stuff so we're gonna talk a little bit about movies tv and then i got i i'm only playing one game right now but okay i'm gonna talk i can talk about that yeah cool talk about that so yeah it's just gonna be kind of a combination a conversation of uh i'd like to do them weekly things that i've you know been watching for the week and uh playing and i don't watch a lot of tv but that's where i like i watch i watched enough tv for the both of us so yeah, I don't Kinda know. I got it covered. I watched like Cops. <laughs> I've been pretty into that Queer Eye for the Straight Guy show on Netflix. It's on my list. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Season three. But yeah, anyway, uh, welcome to the very first episode. I'm super excited for this. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. Do you, uh, I guess, do you want me to start? Do you want me to start? Do you want me to start about things that I'm into or like what I've been into for the week? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So GDC was this week. Um, What's GDC? Game Development Conference. Oh. Game Developer Conference. Gaming Development Conference. Do you want me to look it up? No, I can look it up. Oh, yeah, you can look it up while I'm talking Game about Game Development it. Conference. GDC, yeah. GDC 2019. This is kind of the first one that I've ever really followed. Um, what, do they, what do they talk about there? Well, just kind of anything gaming related. Um, this, this year's bombshell was uh google stadia have you heard about this google uh i heard it i heard philip defranco mention it yeah but i wasn't really like game developers conference game developers conference yeah. there we game go game developers conference yeah so google stadia i was super excited about it and st- until i started talking about it on stream and it's really interesting there's there's a lot of this kind of dialogue around whether or not this is a good thing. I'm going to move my mic up here just a little bit. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't pop off Hopefully the desk. Hopefully it doesn't snap again. Yeah. So the, whether or not this is a good thing kind of for the industry. Um, so what does it do? So so I heard like you, if you want to play a game, you basically like can immediately. Yeah. So imagine, like you imagine you're watching a, imagine you're watching a trailer for, for uh Imagine you're watching a trailer for The Division 2, right? And you're like, man, this looks like a game that I want to play. When the trailer's done, you can essentially press play now and play the game. And it doesn't matter how good your computer is. It doesn't matter how powerful your, you know, it doesn't matter if you're on PlayStation. It doesn't doesn't matter, right? You can just 
play. Well, I, I don't think I don't know if it works for consoles, but the idea is that you are playing the game at home mm-hmm. on your computer. The demo they got the weakest, least powerful computer they can find, and they were able to play it at like max settings because you're not playing it on your computer. You're playing it over your internet connection on their supercomputers. And it's just being streamed. Yeah, it's just being streamed in real time. So it's it was pretty amazing. They in the demo they played it on their crap computer. They went and bought a cheapest computer that they could. Then with a click of a button, they switched over to their phone. It was playing like it was this guy swimming through water, and Mm -hmm. then it just switched right over to him swimming through water on their phone. Then they walked over to their TV and pushed a button. And it just seamlessly transferred over to their TV. And the idea is, is that it doesn't matter. Really what was super intriguing about it to me was it didn't matter how powerful the system was. It only mattered that you were able to connect to it. So does it depend on how good your internet is then? Well, the idea, with they they'd thought about, typically you'd think so, right? Yeah. You're basically hosting the... I don't really know. It, it didn't seem like it. it. Seemed like they had gotten that figured out because it, they there was a section in that part. I, I don't know. I'll I'll need to do more research on it. But there was a section where they talked about multiplayer, and that's where like a lot of the content creators come in. So part of Google Stadia is if I was streaming, mm-hmm. say I was streaming, and somebody wanted to play against me, they could queue up and play against me directly from the stream while we were playing together like they could let's say i was playing a basketball game you could you could queue up to play against me in real time and the the idea behind it is that content creators and viewers will be able to play together whenever they want immediately yeah um and one of the biggest things they talked about excuse me was like well Typically, you have, you know, um, you're at the mercy of the weakest internet connection. So if you're playing with somebody, but this eliminates that somehow, there was something that it it eliminated it somehow. Like you connected to a server close to where you live so that the ping was low. Yeah. So you could play against somebody in Japan who was connected to a server that was close to them. So their ping was high and your ping was high and then it merged those two together. Yeah, I don't know. It was really interesting, though, and it seemed to. But the, then, then after doing more research, like, what about the modding community? Modding is what, in in my opinion, modding is what makes PC gaming part of what me, makes PC gaming so great. Like when you own a physical copy of a game, like No Man's Sky or Skyrim or any of those games, mm-hmm. you, there's a whole modding community that makes those games better. We're seeing that with Daisy. Yeah, Daisy officially 1.0 is out. But Daisy Vanilla, it, it frankly, is lacking almost the entire game. The modding community has made that game amazing. Like the shaders when you add to Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mod like packs. You know, van- Vanilla Minecraft is fun, but like with mod packs, it's a completely different game. Mm-hmm. How do you mod a game that that's online? Like, how do you mod? You wouldn't be able to. So is this going to completely eliminate the modding community? If, if, if every... If this is how you play games now you're not going to be able to mod them security is a huge thing um i want to there's a a person i want to have on the podcast soon um who 
is completely this idea he thinks is it's bs that thinks it's a terrible <laughs> idea but for reasons that i had never really thought about namely um like they're going to be collecting data and using that data and they're collecting it for free they're charging you potentially for free data about you know i don't know and that sort of feels like all those companies really do though is collect personal data that's what they sell yeah is data I don't know. Well, like, what do you think of the, like, is it as um, somebody who's not super, you know, into the, I would consider you like the average kind of gamer, right? Yeah. Moderate to low. I yeah. mean, I play, I've been playing the division probably every night minus a couple of nights for the last division two, division right? two yeah. for like the last, what, week and a half, two weeks. Yeah. Probably. However long it's been out since, yeah, since it's come out, I've probably yeah. played most nights for at least an hour i'd say but before that i don't really that's one of my i've got a question for you at the end of this or later on this and it's i've got like 1375 in my steam light like wallet yeah i need some recommendations um but if you could watch a youtube trailer and then immediately play the game no you don't think you'd use Mm -mm. that Mm -mm. why I just, I don't think I'd care enough to do it. Like if, like, like I guess, like Division Two, I was super pumped for, but it was like, if there's a game that I'm super excited about that I like want to play, I'm gonna buy it and like do the pre-download or like I'm gonna plan to play it anyway. There's not really like I look through trailers. Like right now, I've got that credit. Like I'm, I'm, I'm looking through trailers and I'm trying to find stuff, but I just don't see myself needing to immediately jump into it yeah i just don't think that that's something i would necessarily do and i wouldn't switch platforms like at all yeah i, mean, I would never switch i would um, go to uh, your phone and all that mm-hmm. and, i yeah. i tried downloading fortnite on my phone when it when that was a thing just to see what it was like and yeah at mobile gaming is not for me i think if a game's meant to be played on mobile sure but right n- not not something like that what if what if um you were on your desktop computer because you have a laptop. Yeah. What if you could immediately switch over to your laptop and play on the couch? I don't think so because I'm I would need a mouse. I'd have to get my yeah. Like I'd have to go get my uh either switch, get my other mouse or like which wouldn't game very well or like get my mouse out like unplug it from yeah. my computer and then if I'm on the couch I'd have to get a surface for the thing. I just I think that if I'm in a game I'm gonna like plan to do it right like tonight after we do this i'll probably load up the division for a little bit maybe that, that's always me as but well I'll like plan for it right and like i know for me it's always seemed like this really cool idea like i you know to get this g- gaming laptop and play games on it but really i don't really enjoy playing games outside of like my computer setup yeah like i'm not there's definitely been times where i've been like at work Right. Where I'm like, oh, I'm itching to play this game that I'm playing yeah, right yeah. now. I'd love to be able to jump into it. But I'm like, when I'm at work, like realistically, I'm not I'm not going to do that. Right. Yeah. No, I know. And that I doesn't think- mean that I, I think that we should. I think that there's plenty of pieces of technology, even like VR, like VR chat. Like I don't see myself jumping into VR chat anytime soon. But it doesn't mean that I don't think that that technology shouldn't continue to develop because i right. think eventually we're all going to be doing vr chat reality 
<laughs> I did VR weird, chat. Weird future. Mm-hmm. What was that movie? Ready Player One. We're gonna. I d- Great movie. It was good, but I need to re. So we had rented it, and then did we watch it at the coast or something. No, we watched it here. Oh. But the problem. It's a whole longer story of our neighbors where it, it's it's oh, an action yeah. movie. When an action movie goes from loud to quiet, and I've got bad hearing, it's really hard for me to follow along. So I constantly have to like raise and lower the volume. So yeah, that's more of its own story. But I need to re- rewatch it. But anyway, I think I think we're going in that direction. That's the future. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I don't know. Google Stadia. We'll see. I mean, I do. I do think it's cool that you can play. You wouldn't need to buy like a high power computer anymore. You could just buy a computer, and as long as you have a good internet connection, that that is exciting. Yeah, like I you. Think that's good. Like you wouldn't. Which opens up so many doors for developers because like developers think of it this way. And I really saw this with with No Man's Sky. Developers. um, What's wrong? Oh, I'm on Twitter. And I'm trying to nothing. I'm thinking about three, th- three different things. Yeah. So developers. Yeah. Let's say and, and you, please, if you're listening to this, let me know if I'm wrong, but. I would imagine if a developer is making a game, they can only make the game as good as the worst platform that it's able to be played on. Less po- least powerful platform it's able to be played on. So what I mean by that is um, imagine if you were making a game that would be available on Xbox, uh, PlayStation, and computer. You're not going to make three versions of the game. You're going to make one version of the game and port it to Xbox and computer. If you're sure. if you're making a game for a computer, computers are much more powerful than consoles are. They have the capabilities of being much more powerful, but they can't they can't make the game for that powerful co- computer because then it wouldn't run very well on say an Xbox. So what it ends up what ends up happening is these ports that come over to computer, while they're while they're good, they're probably not as good as they could be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's exciting to me that they'll be able to make games that are that run on ultra powerful platforms mm-hmm. that can be played by anyone who doesn't need those ultra powerful computers. Yeah. Well, I think any I think anytime you can make it so that more more people have access to whether right. whether it's technology or gaming like whatever the kind of category is but especially especially technology like a lot of younger kids or college kids or adults in their 30s who don't have a lot of money 20s and 30s like, yeah there's so many people that just we can't afford the big gaming rig yeah so you know we're gonna if you want a game and you want to, like, not have a crappy experience, it's, it's really difficult because, like, my old my old laptop that we had. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? Before? Yeah, of course. They got upgraded speci- to the desktop specifically for Radical Heights. Not that I'm still bitter about it, but... Right, yeah. That was specifically so I could play that game because I couldn't play it on that laptop. Right. And that's something that a lot of people go through, I think. Yeah, and then, like... Uh, reading- They're not going to spend the money to upgrade it. Reading comments. I mean, there are issues like you don't own the game. The bottleneck is the internet service provider. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I imagine it's going to be uh, like a monthly cost. What's that? You know, is it going to be sixty dollars a month? You know, is that like? 
One thing that is super cool is that they are able to, you are able to play these games at 4K 60 FPS, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and they're expanding it to 8K 120 FPS. Uh, one really good positive. So like FPS games mm-hmm. or, you know, like Battle Royale games, they have a huge cheater population. Yeah. Like this will completely, hopefully wipe out all forms of cheating, you know, because it's all connected. You're not, you don't have the game. You're just connecting oh, to so you it. You couldn't like download. You couldn't download cheats. I guess the same way that you couldn't download mods. You couldn't download cheats. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Google Stadia, too early to see, too early to, to Stay know. tuned. Stay tuned, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, really all that I was able to catch of uh, GD, GDC this year, they don't stream a lot of it, which kind of sucks, but um, they did this, like, Call of Duty mobile thing. So, like, Call of Duty is coming, officially coming to mobile, which I'm not a huge Call of Duty fan. I'm really not a fan of, like, mobile gaming. I mean, I, I don't know. Mobile games, you got to acknowledge it because... It's it it is it is there. It's a huge industry. You have a really disgusted look on your face. I'm just thinking. I just I don't. I I tried Fortnite. It's just pretty much the only mobile game. Yeah. Really, that like that that I've tried, and it was just so unpleasant. <laughs> like it was not a fun experience. Try. I mean, maybe if I spent some time. If I was a kid. Yeah. Or, well, not a kid, but I guess I'm just specifically thinking about, like, my line of work. Like, there's a lot of people that have maybe even not even access to the computers like we were talking about, where they're able to get, you know, a mobile phone or an iPod. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's that or nothing. But I just don't get mobile gaming. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. I still feel like it's in its just... In I think it'll get there, but... One thing I wanted to note... Um, on Google Stadia that I missed is that uh, it's Doom Eternals at launch, and that's going to be super exciting because that's a fun game. And uh, the fact that it can play Doom with the fact that it can play Doom at 4K 60 FPS at launch, like Doom is not a not a lightweight game. Um, the back to GDC though, they they showed this uh, GTX or this GeForce RTX demo. I if you're not familiar with uh, like um, RTX, so I have a 1080 Ti, a, a 1080Ti graphics card on my computer. Um, it does not run GT. It does not run RTX. RTX is their new like RTX 10, 2080, 2080Ti cards. They showed a they showed a a RTX on RTX off demo, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize how dramatic it was. Um, to to put it in a way to kind of TLDR what the RTX demo looked like, uh, I would strongly suggest everyone go and watch it. Um, they showed like shadows. This is on GDC. This is at GDC. Yeah. They showed how it would impact like lighting and shadows mm. and it's, it's gnarly. So, um, if you put your hand up against the wall, you could see like a shadow emerge, right? Yeah. With RTX off, it didn't really show it. I mean, it kind of did, but it looked it. You'll get like the pixely. Yeah, it looked like a rough edge. Like you notice it was a shadow. RTX just handles lighting much more. It. I think lighting makes the biggest difference. Totally. In 
any TV, movie, games. Yeah. Picture, like painting. Like I feel like lighting is like the key. The key. So that sounds really cool. Yeah, it just handled it just handled shadows. You forget that they were shadows. It more just looked like a natural. It just looked really really nice. Just I I don't know. That was a huge that was a highlight for me. Yeah. I I really wanted to dig one game out of GDC and and really because they do announce some games there. There's this game called The Red Lantern. Um it's by Timberline Studios. Mm-hmm. Um it it was it's like a uh, it's like a bobsled racing game, but it looks like the long dark kind of. Is that why I know Timberline? That name. You're thinking of Hunter Hunterland Studios. They're the ones who did the long dark. I thought this was by the same people because huh. it looked so similar. Um, but the Red Lantern will definitely be a game that I check out. I'm really excited about because it looks absolutely beautiful. Yeah. If you Google it, um, it's super excited for that one. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that was GDC. Um, the game, you know, kind of shifting gears. Uh, am I talking too much? Like, is it? No. Should, this is kind of. Should we? Should this Do be we like take turns? Yeah, I don't know. Should it be like my segment, your segment? Like, I don't know. My, you know, I'll start this week with talking about the games that I played and stuff, and what I did research on, and then. You could maybe start next week, and then I could go after you. I guess. I, I mean, don't we'll know. just see. There's no. Yeah. Got to try it. Do you want me to? I could talk about the divisional. Are we staying in games? Yeah, let's stay in games for a little bit because there's talk- more I want to talk about. Okay. You want me to talk about division? Yeah. Yeah. Division what, two. What, what? How's that been for you? Because I haven't even I haven't installed it yet. I was gonna ask. I don't think you have yet. Mm-mm. It's. I mean, it's like the 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 like Reader's Digest version is. You know, if you liked Division 1, you're going to like Division 2. If you're kind of over Division 1, you're going to feel kind of spinning your wheels in Division 2. I mean, it's you go from... So the you start off... Is that spoilers to say? I don't like think the so. the beginning of the game? Uh, like the setup. The storyline setup. Maybe no, no. I don't think. I guess I, I'll, I'll say you go from New York to DC. If you don't, okay. If you don't want to hear anything about the division two, <laughs> back up because I just said up. it. <laughs> yeah, back up and skip this. <laughs> skip this part. I'll just say, well, so you go from New York to. It's not like a big thing. You basically they just call you from New York okay. and you go to DC. Is it set in the same time frame? It's. Uh, I wasn't like paying close attention, like super close attention to the cutscenes because the story is so it can get pretty convoluted in, in division yeah um it's a few years later so like if division one like it looks really fresh like you'll see red blood and okay. you'll see it's it's christmas time okay one thing that i think that they did really well is like the set dressing like the environment for uh division two so you can if you go to travel to certain parts you'll see um in dc you'll see some parts that are like it it clearly was christmas but it's like completely overgrown there's like deer running around and oh cool yeah so it's probably like four or five years later maybe okay but they do reference the division the first one okay but yeah you so you go from new york to dc because they need help and um 
so you go to like the white the white house is the main well there's like the white house and then there's like the theater district and i'm not i still don't really understand the difference between the two but there's kind of like two main places that you go and then you run missions from those so those are kind of like your safe places so um since i watched a lot of the west wing growing up i felt very comfortable running around the white house because i felt like i knew <laughs> i knew of, course, how of course you spent one place to the other. large parts of your childhood watching the, the west, west wing. wing by alan sorkin i mean yeah that's how i've had netflix for a very long time God damn it. <laughs> well, I do want it on DVD too. So. Yeah, of yeah. course. Um, yeah. The West Wing. Yeah, obviously. So I want you to raise your hand if you're in your 30s and you own The West Wing on DVD. I think you'd be surprised. Well, maybe not a lot of people own it, but that stuff, I think it's actually on. I'll look it up right now. I think it's actually on Netflix. West Wing is solid. It's a solid show. I'll, t- I'll have to trust you. It, it is. Well, first of all, it's on Netflix. Um, but it's one of those things where it went on for so long. Mi- pull the mic a little bit out, like out. For me, like that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, it went on, it went on for seven seasons and I'd say you could probably stop around five. Okay. Anyway. It's like the Simpsons then. Let's, that's a whole. Yeah, okay. That's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's a multi-part op- series. I won't open that, that yeah, bombshell. Yeah, don't go into that, that but, box. But anyway... I'd the say division. division. So there's like little things that I appreciate. I did. So I played the division one, but like, I think I just got to level 30 on your. And so I had my account on your account. Right. And then I bought it because it was like seven bucks on sale mm-hmm. during Christmas. So I started again. So I don't know how high I got, but probably close to level 30, but yeah. I never did. What's it called? Endgame stuff. Yeah, I've never, never did. Never did in game. So I didn't. I've never really done Dark Zone stuff. Do you think you'll get in game in this? I don't know because I don't really want to do Dark Zone. Dark Zone, like because of P- PvP. Yeah, I'm not really into that. Like I'd rather. I like environment. I like PVE. Like I love. I've been exp- just doing a lot of exploring and like like looking, just kind of like looking for stuff. So that's been really good. And uh, mechanics are mostly the same. If you like shoot a shot, if you're like running around and you shoot something um, in Division One, unless you were like near like the enemy, mm-hmm. what were they called? The cleaners? Cleaners? Yeah. Yeah. Like they weren't going to come over. But in this one, if you if you do something like that, like you'll call someone over and they're a little bit more aggressive and then they have those drone. Do you have a headache? No, I, got some, I had something in my eye. Do you want I bought eye drops at Walmart? No, no, today. no, no, no. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. The thing that drove me freaking crazy about the Division One, and I never got used to it, was the stupid like snapping to walls and. That is still uh, a pain in my ass. So. I, I get it. I get the game style. I think it's all. I think it. I think it works well. But there is nothing more frustrating when there's that game for me. It, what drove me crazy was that this my character could be getting shot at in mm-hmm. the head, and in, if I'm not selecting a wall correctly, he'll roll out into the open. Yeah, and I'm like, that's not that's not a logical. That still happens to me. I mean, and, and I get it, right? Like it's me not, but 
I get so frustrated because I'm like, guy, like, don't roll out into the open. That's not a logical move. But I guess. Well, and I don't know if it's like my keyboard, if I've got like a specific, if a couple of keys are getting stuck or like not getting hit correctly or if it's the game. But I've had that a couple of times where I'm like, I'm trying to duck and snap to the wall. And then I end up like standing up and sitting Mm -hmm. down, standing up. And then it's like not reloading. And so annoying. It's annoying. But I do feel like it's better. It's a little bit better yeah. than Division One. Yeah. And I do, as much as I hate that the, um, oh, West Side Story's on. As much as uh, I hate, sorry, as much as I hate um, that, like, when they come out to you from the side and stuff, I do like that the enemy won't, isn't just coming at you straight, like, from one direction. Like, you'll call over other people yeah. from other places. That's cool. So, um, that's kind of nice. Yeah. But yeah, that's if you like Division One, I, I think you're gonna like Division Two. If you are like over Division One, I, I think for sixty bucks for base, yeah, I think you're probably gonna not be super into it. Yeah, I kind of feel like I'm just playing Division One again, but in a new location. Right. So we'll see. Not to shift gears too hard, but let's shift gears. I have been super into this game called Satisfactory. So I have not watched, I have watched you play it, but I don't know like the story of it. Yeah. I know like what you're doing, right. but like tell me, so tell me about it. If you don't know, you know, kind of a weird, here comes a weird little plug. Uh, I stream full time on Twitch, uh, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Pacific Standard, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Bruce Cooper. This last week, I streamed this game called Satisfactory every day, except for Friday. Um, the 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 core. Why of not the, on Friday? Because I played Mario Kart. Oh. Mario Kart's Friday, Mario Kart night. On every Friday night, you can catch you at Twitch.tv forward slash Bruce Cooper playing Mario Kart and marbles. Oh. Y- yeah. Interesting. Okay. Tell interesting. Me more. Interesting. Interesting. Tell me more. Um. So, uh, <laughs> my God, um, Satisfactory. The goal of Satisfactory is to advance your knowledge via blueprints by completing tasks. So you complete task one, Mm -hmm. you get blueprints for task one, but they're in tiers. So you get tier one. Mm -hmm. You start, everyone starts at tier one. Tier one is just basic machinery. The game starts you out on this crazy world. And it's in first person, and you you have to make you have to make a thing. Well, how do you make a thing? You look at the recipe. It says you need iron and grass or something like that. So you run around and pick up grass, and you find a rock made of iron, and you hit the rock with a chisel, mm-hmm. and it gives you iron. Well, when you get what it requires, you're able to make a tool that allows you to make iron a little bit faster. You make like a little uh, personal mining device. Right. You get enough iron from that little mining device. You can make a, a bigger mining device mm-hmm. then conveyor belts that put the coal or the iron into storage units. And then you can get a, f- a smeltery or a forge or whatever and then turn the iron into ingots and turn the iron ingots into p- more powerful tools and so on and so forth. And before you know it, you have this massive factory making all of these tools and all of these products and is it sur- like is your objective survival 
No, it's not a survival to... game. But there are creatures out there that'll try to kill you. Are you trying to like build something specific? Like, is there something you're building towards? Yeah. So there's this thing called a space elevator. And the space elevator require yeah, it's this giant elevator that basically... That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's <laughs> imagine this, this giant probe comes down from space and it's this giant elevator and you load the elevator up with goods, like things that you've made, mm-hmm. and then you shoot it up to space. And something up in space like analyzes it. Have you gotten there yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's six tiers now, but they're working on a seventh and an eighth. It's still in early access. Okay. I am at the sixth tier like stage. And I think each tier has like three stages. Mm. Um, But what gets really crazy is like coal, right? You want coal, but coal is only available... 600 meters from your base so you have to figure out a way to get coal from point a to point b mm-hmm. and then there's like crude oil crude oil was 2000 meters it took me like an entire day to run to where the crude oil is <laughs> you, you know i had to fight off like these dogs and these like fire bees and then you build a conveyor belt fire bees yeah so there's these <laughs> <laughs> there are these bees <laughs> The mic These like damn fire. Bees. The mic like clipped like oh, crazy. Sorry. No, it's okay. Sorry, it's fine. So, but, no, uh, it's okay. It's funny. You, it, you swat them and it's just like no. So they're all, they're literally on fire in their bees, and they'll come and they'll hurt you. It's so fun though. That sounds that sounds really good. Yeah, I like that fire bees. Yeah. Well, the, so you have to you basically build this massive factory. And you automate it and each tool needs power. And the only way to get power is via like coal. It's just, it's so. That sounds really cool. I love crafting. I love Minecraft. It's like everything I love from Minecraft in a different setting with, it's just so, it's just so fun. If you haven't checked it out, it's 30 bucks. The development team uh, is in, they're called Coffee Stain. They're the ones who did uh, Goat Sim. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I've heard of them. You can check them out on Twitter. Uh, the game is on Twitter called... It's Twitter. Their Twitter handle is at SatisfactoryAF. The developer... Like, the, the developer's tweets are so funny. The day before the game was supposed to launch, uh, they tweeted out the game that... The game's been delayed one week. Lol JK got him. Or something <laughs> like that. Like, who does... Who yeah. tweets shit out like that? You'd never see, like, Epic doing that. No. I just... I don't know. I really love it when development development studios are they just feel like they're run by a bunch of punk kids well, i think it's a, great i think having a personality is so important yeah on especially like online because you have more control over kind of like almost like crafting your personality not to get like too deep about that or whatever but like i feel like at these development companies or these different companies they have the ability to have a personality right and when they don't take advantage of it, I think that that's a big, not necessarily a deterrent, but I think having a personality as a company is important because companies often seem so robotic flat. and stoic and yeah, mm-hmm. flat. So I think to have a personality is super is important. Yeah. yeah, it's important. Have some ethics too. So you stand behind. Yeah, and I don't like it when companies get political. I don't like it when they do that. I mean, I know when development companies do that. I know that it's that's in their right. I don't know. It just I I play video games to get away from that stuff. But that's a whole that's, nother conversation. Yeah, that's another 
thing. That's a, I mean, that's a conversation we can have, but maybe next time. Yeah. I don't that's know. So Satisfactory. Satisfactory has been a game that I've been super into. And uh, I've been playing that a lot. I did some research on GDQ, GD, GDQ, GDC. That's what I kept thinking of when you were talking about it earlier. Oh, I can't wait for GDQ. Is that the summer? Summer games done quick. And then they have like, well, it's, I think they just call it awesome games done quick, like summer edition. Okay. And then there's, then there's winter edition. But yeah, that's really it. That's it for me. Yeah. You know, that's it for what I've been doing. We're like right at the like 36 minute mark. I think that's just about right. In the podcast we're at the 30 yeah i know but i've got Uh, no 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 for my part of it oh okay i was like oh we're done no 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 we're not done i'm really no 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 i'm super looking forward to everything (laughs) that you've been talking about that you've been looking into yeah we're done have a good night guys (laughs) good night yeah but no no that's that's just that's my that's my section my my week that was your week Mm -hmm. satisfactory is a big big part of it it's going to continue to be a huge part of my stream. That, oh, there's one thing. Sorry. I can't believe I forgot about this. Huh. No Man's Sky Beyond was announced. Oh, yeah. Tell me. Let's I hold on. can't. Talk about that. Gosh, I'm such a bad No Man's Sky fan. Why? We don't, we don't know. We don't know. All we know is that they're redoing online multiplayer. Uh, well, let me Which is kind of a thank God, right? Yeah. They Well, so no. Because wasn't that because the orbs. Don't, don't get start, don't get a start on the orbs. orbs. We're not going to talk about the orbs, but is that that's their multiplayer right now? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. So here's what they're saying about Beyond. They use some big language in this. Oh boy. I'm going to read it. Okay. Okay. Hello, everyone. We know that there's a lot of hunger out there for news and updates on No Man's Sky. We wanted to share some information from behind the scenes. Our next chapter will be called No Man's Sky Beyond, coming summer 2019. Each chapter for No Man's Sky has been more successful than the last. Thanks to our community, Next, our largest release last year, was especially so. It went on to bring enjoyment to millions of new players, and it helped change the legacy of this game we care so much about. Earlier this year, while working on a roadmap for three future updates, we decided we wanted to, to interweave their features and have a vision for something much more impactful. We are excited to announce that, that Beyond will contain those three major update updates rolled into one larger free release. The first component of Beyond we are announced today, we are announcing today is No Man's Sky Online. Here's the thing. No Man's Sky Online includes a radical new social and multiplayer experience which empowers players everywhere in the universe to meet and play together whilst bringing people together like never before and has many recognizable online elements we don't consider no man's sky to be an mmo it won't require a, rescri- a subscription won't contain microtransactions and will be free for all existing players these changes are an answer are an answer to how we've seen play- people playing since the release of next and is something we've dreamed of for a long time we will talk more about each component uh, when we know we can be precise and look forward to sharing more in the coming weeks. Beyond will be our most ambitious chapter so far, and something we've been working ridiculously hard on. We'll continue to support No Man's Sky in this way for the foreseeable future. It's unexpected but so rewarding to see so many accolades and nominations for No Man's Sky as best ongoing or most evolved this year. 
to some, next may seem may have felt like a natural endpoint for our journey, but for us, it was another step in a longer voyage. Thanks so much, Sean. The big thing that stuck out to me that this entire article was that No Man's Sky includes a radical new social and multiplayer experience, which empowers players everywhere in the universe to play and meet together. It that is a to say that an online multiplayer experience is in a radical new social and multiplayer experience mm-hmm. that is a huge statement what does that mean a radical new i don't know but experience I like, I like that they included in that like was it press release or whatever yeah i like that they included a couple of those quick talking points like no this is not an mmo no it's not gonna be a subscription because those are the stuff that i feel like last time with next people were yeah, I just remember the speculation. It was it was like a couple. If they could answer just a couple of simple questions up front, yeah, that I appreciate that because I I remember that conversation pre next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's no, that way, not towards you. Away, more like towards me, so that you're not like sorry. That? Yeah, perfect. Just like that. Okay, we're we're just we're we're still messing stuff. with our mics. Um. But After this, I'm just gonna get a bunch of stuff and practice some ASMR stuff. I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you like your ASMR. Yeah. I don't get ASMR. You can ASMR. cut this part. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. But yeah, I don't know. Like No Man's Sky. So to also to that ex- to on the same thing. Everyone had been looking for for new like when when Sean Murray going to talk about because the tweet that announced this had three points. One, two, three. The first point was the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. The next one was blank. The next one was blank. Because he talks about th- the three updates in the game, right? So beyond is three updates. Multiplayer, we don't know what, what else, and we don't know what else. So they're only te- they, they're they, teasing three. They've announced one. They've announced one. Okay. At Sean Murray was at GD was at GDC and um did a he did a really great uh speech speech talk at gdc gamers game gamer development conference did a really good talk at it a fan named kyle uh, what's his name kyle kyle uh kyle Col- culver sorry if i messed that up uh big no man's sky member of the community he actually ran into sean murray at the gdc to give him a book that he had made oh cool um yeah and it's a beautiful book um check it out if you if you get the chance but sean murray at the thing at the meeting of those two like there's like in a hallway right like mm-hmm. we've been to twitchcon if i shot saw sean murray i'd see i'd, I'd ask for his autograph right it was the same sort of thing yeah you just kind of caught him yeah walking between halls or something and sean actually told him you know uh as soon as we get back like i'm gonna announce another thing like pretty much like leaked something to the camera <laughs> like sean like did it at like leaked it or said it at the development conference like uh, it, it was. I mean, to this, to Kyle, it's kind of funny. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see what what comes of that. I don't. I can't remember if he said next week or uh soon or I. I don't know. But they're they're gonna. I'm rambling at this point. They are going to uh be releasing something very soon with Beyond. I'm really excited for it. I'm. I've been. I've been waiting for a No Man's Sky update for a very long time, and this might be it. That'd be exciting. 
So that Satisfactory and No Man's Sky. Those are kind of like my my jam right now. Yeah. How you been doing? Are you going to keep doing Minecraft? Mm. Or is it kind of just Minecraft Monday? Mm, no. Mm. Okay. Minecraft's kind of the game I play when I I need something to boost me up. Yeah. Ha- you know, my happiness level. But anyway, I'm going way over my time. Let's let's talk about what you your week. Yeah. Hit me. Well, with pleasure. <laughs> um well, I like the two I guess the two big things to talk about, you've actually watched some of. Hmm. Which is shocking. Cuz I don't watch a lot of TV. You don't watch TV, really. You watch Cops. Cops. And uh oh god, Shark Tank. Yeah. Yeah. I wake up in the morning, I make some eggs. <laughs> I drink my tea and I watch cops. Yeah, that's kind of the routine. Yeah. Um. Well, so they're uh, both Netflix ones. I think the first one we got to talk about is Queer Eye. I love that show. Because you love that show. Yeah. Which is not shocking that you love that show, but just that you love a show because you just don't watch TV, really. Um. So like kind of, I guess the big one, I'm just talking about like ones that I think people should check out. It's yeah. spring break. So like you need something to binge. Um, I watched the original Queer Eye back on Bravo, um, you know, a billion years ago with mm-hmm. my sister. And so, and I loved it. But um, it is, I think Queer Eye, I think is such a refreshing, uh, like, reboot of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy that they really do focus on the power of transformation, the power of positive thinking, the power of, like, changing your mindset. So wait. And that's been a big there was a show before Queer Eye for the Straight called guy called Queer Eye. <laughs> what? So, in the took my putty. Uh, so uh, we're playing with silly, silly we putty. play with silly putty almost constantly. Yeah, we have we a lot of silly putty. We have a lot of fidgets. So now. there's a show called Queer Eye. So in the, was it in the two thousands, probably. I don't early, know. Late mid early two thousands. There was Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. On Bravo with the Fab Five. And then one, like one did hair, one did interior design, one did cooking. So that's different than what's on Netflix no, right now? No, this is a reboot. Oh. That's the reboot of the old, of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Okay. Yeah. And I met Carson at a book signing, actually. Is, it, is the original one worth watching? Um, yes and no. It's not. I th- <laughs> Pop, you're popping it. Um, It is. But it's different. Like this really focuses. So we know the personality of like the guys, right? The Fab Five. You kind of get to know them throughout the three seasons. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing really that's changed is I think just the inclusion of social media. Like you can follow all those guys on Twitter or on Instagram. Some of them are on YouTube. I know Tan started doing some stuff on YouTube. Uh, Karomo. Karamo. Mm-hmm. He's got a book that he just came out with that looks really interesting. Um, Jonathan was he did uh, Game of Thrones before this, so I'm excited with the new Game of Thrones season, which that's a whole other thing. But Game of Thrones coming out, and then I don't really know Tan and Bobby and Anthony what they did before, but like Anthony's got a Anthony, mm-hmm. Anthony, Anthony. I think it's Anthony. I think it's Anthony. He's got a restaurant, does stuff like. Oh, he owns have, a restaurant. I think so. Wow. So they all have like different little things that they do, but with the invention of social media, like you can fa- you know, you can like, follow your favorite one and yeah. you can get more content from them all the time. So like you can get their personality on social media. And what I, what I love about 
the actual season is it really focuses on the person that they're working with. So that is something that I think is a little bit different than the original one where like if you want to see like you get snippets of their personality, but it really I think it does a really good job really focusing and putting the attention on the person and not who they are and their personality. Like it's not their show. Yeah. It's whomever is being focused on for that season or for that episode. Probably so with I think there's eight episodes per season. I I cried. I cried in five of them. Yeah. Well, and I, d- I couldn't watch. We started watching yeah. one where yeah. the the wife passes from cancer, and mm-hmm. I just I I didn't I couldn't watch that one. Yeah, yeah, but great show. Yeah, I think I think that's one of the shows that I think if you haven't watched it, and I feel like most people have, because and I judge that based on whether or not you've seen it. <laughs> it's kind of my if I've seen it. <laughs> if it's you've pretty... seen it, you've probably seen it. But yeah. I think that's that's just one I wanted to kind of like mention. Like if you haven't tried it i i'd challenge you to try you know watching one or two episodes i think you'd be surprised how compelling it is to watch yeah people and how relatable it is it's a great show it's a great show feel good yeah feel good it'll mo- it's motivating too because mm-hmm. like i'm a bigger guy yeah you know i don't have a lot of like style sense and it made me i i you know made me want to get cleaned up made me want to go clothes shopping maybe want to eat a little bit better like it's 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 because i think when you're in a situation where you weigh a little you know you weigh more than you want to or you're not happy you think that your goals are really far away Mm -hmm. but you can do little things every day to make yourself feel better which in turn kind of lights this fire of wanting to be happier and it's just you know kind of getting that snowball started uh, I don't know. I like it. it. Motivates me. Yeah, it feels changes. Changes constant. It's like, you know, little Riley. Riley. In the back. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I want attention. Yeah. Um, but no, I think I mean, the, like, the only constant really is change. Right. Like everything change. Everything changes. Everything does. And I think that it's also one of the scariest things because you get comfortable. And going outside of your comfort zone is is scary, but change is inevitable. And I think embracing change and being okay with it and, and finding things about yourself that you want to change because like when you're in a relationship or living to, with someone or in a friendship or, or whatever it is, like we are all, humans are all about connections and relationships. And I think that we often put the blame, whatever the scenario is, you know, oh, my friend's not texting me back enough or my friends never text me to go do stuff like realizing like you are half of that equation Mm -hmm. and that you have maybe like you are not making it a priority and you need to text them and you need to you need to initiate it and so i thought i thought that was really powerful yeah in that 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 idea of change is possible because i don't know i feel like i look at myself in the mirror sometimes and just think how do you change that I know that feeling. Yeah. I think I think everyone can, yeah. no matter who you are. Totally. Totally. But another one. My other one. You watched some of this last night. I don't know if you're watching it, though. Form, so uh, on Netflix, Formula One. It's a great show drive- for me to fall asleep to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Formula One, Drive to Survive. It's this producer who did Amy. What's Amy? Amy is that documentary on Amy Winehouse. Oh, we yeah, saw, yeah. We saw it in the theater, actually. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't seen Amy, that is actually also on Netflix. Yeah. That's a that's, very good. That's very good. Very I was, sad. I was, it's sad. It is sad. 
I said that weird. I feel like I said it like it wasn't said. It is a sad movie. It's sad. What I appreciated about the movie, Amy, to talk about Amy for a second, it made me see her and her situation and addiction and just the reality of what her life was like in a completely different light. Yeah. Because I didn't know much about her. Right. And I think getting... I love documentaries and I love documentaries that specifically like kind of focus on one person. Like, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was good. Um, They also, he also did, or he or she, I don't know if it's a he or she, but um, did Senna, which is a documentary on a Formula One driver uh, named Senna. And uh, I I won't, I guess, spoil it, but that's an incredible documentary. It's really good. So uh, it's the same producer that those did those two movies, both are on Netflix, and then uh, Formula One Drive to Survive is on it. It's a 10-part series, and I'm on, we just last night finished four of oh, 10. Wow. I don't know if you were even watching. No. Yeah. I'll make sure to pay, pay more attention tonight. I think you, I well, I I think that you would like it, but it's one of those, it's a docu-series, it's 10 parts, and each one builds on the other part and it really dives into the world of formula one racing which i think is incredibly fascinating especially if you've seen senna which is on formula one um each episode is like 30 to 40 minutes it just depends on the topic so there was one we watched uh, that was like or i think the one coming up is 27 minutes whereas like another one's 40 yeah so it, it, they do vary in length but what i really appreciate about that is they're not like adding in filler Right. To get it to a 45 minute mark or something like that. Like they're dedicating as much time as you need for that storyline or segment. Yeah. Um, but that's really good. That kind of focuses on um, kind of a select P- uh, set of like drivers and teams. Specifically, it really looks at like the Red Bull team and uh, it, it uh, documents that season. I believe it's the 2018 season and uh, the politics, the money, technicality, the dri- I mean, package so we're only cool. on well i'm only on four of ten but each one has felt like a very uh complete story which i appreciate like it's you can you can binge it probably uh if you want to give it a couple of days but you could also you know watch one part every weekend and probably be pretty happy yeah with it as well so formula one and it's shot beautifully that's something so netflix uh, I feel like they've, they've kind of just said yes to everything recently. So there's like, a, you know, like I feel like everyone has a comedy special. People are getting shows left and right. There's so much content on Netflix. But one thing that I've been noticing, some of the standouts, um, another one is called Loser, which is, I believe, an eight-part series. And it's a sports documentary, docuseries. And each episode is on a specific uh, sports figure mm-hmm. um, who you might classify as a quote-unquote loser. They lost a big thing or you know they they had failures along the way is this the same from the bobsled or not the bobsled the dog sled one yeah yeah so so that was what 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 that was her name uh i wrote it down it's in my notes from a different project we had talked about uh you're probably gonna find it faster than me yeah um um but that one but so loser is another really good one and i could definitely talk a little bit longer about loser uh here losers plural 
I still have one episode to go. Allie. 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 Um, which I think is the f- sixth one. Four, five, six. So it's the sixth one in the series. Circle. Allie Zirkle. Allie Zirkle. Yeah. Um, what a, I watched that. It's great. You actually watched that one. Yeah. So Losers is another is another great series. It's a docuseries. It's a sports docuseries. I was texting my friend telling her like because she just had a baby and um so you know up late night doing breastfeeding and changing and all that stuff and uh we we do share a netflix account yeah um so uh, i was telling her like oh you should check this out this would be great you know this is a a, you know each one is like 30 ish minutes a little bit maybe a little bit more and and it's kind of a good one so if you're looking for something to binge and she just i remember she texted me back just like you watch what sports documentaries come on yeah i love sports documentaries yeah i love it i love an underdog i love underdogs so if you're into sports documentaries uh formula one drive to survive 10 parts senna that's just one full documentary i think and then loser losers uh is another another really really good one um so definitely check those out uh absolutely yeah i have a couple of suggestions yeah, hit me. I have a suggestion too. Yeah. So my suge- so this is like it's been out for like 6 months, 3 months. It's been out for several months but Haunting of Hill House, which you have not seen. Cuz you would not watch that type of stuff. I don't watch scary stuff. Like I don't. I've heard B B Flaker talk about this. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's it doesn't stick the landing. Okay. As some might say. Um, but it's, uh, it's great. It re it, it changes as you're watching it. So you kind of start off in one mindset thinking it's one thing. And then the series really kind of flips itself on its head. And it's a really interesting, um, uh, series. So, um, season two, I think got approved. So there should be another season out, but it's, it's really good. I think the I think the final episode I think sounds scary as hell. It's scary as hell, especially the first couple of episodes as you're starting to like figure out what the hell is even going on. Yeah. Um. So it's actually and the fact that I watched it at all, yeah. it, it's is 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 a is a testament how good it is because you watch the first episode because they'd promoted it and it's, and they've got some really so what I was saying earlier is like they're really I feel like investing in like editors. They're really investing in um, some like really great visual stuff. So I feel like they're starting to become like better made and it really shows. And I think Losers is a really great testament to that. Um, But Haunting of Hill House has got some really great like promotional stuff, which they don't promote stuff. Netflix doesn't. Very much. So you kind of have to just catch it on the actual page. Right. Um, But Haunting of Hill House, that's been out for a couple of months. But if you haven't watched it, that's a really good one. And then um, if you're looking for a family-friendly film, I was rewatching Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, which is like one of my all-time favorite movies. I've never seen it. It's so good. It's Phil Lord, Chris Miller. They did like Lego Movie, Into the Spider-Verse. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, they did what? Uh, God, what's the Solo Movie before it got taken over by someone else? Solo Movie? The Han oh, Solo yeah, movie. yeah, So yeah, they yeah. started the Han... They were on the Han Solo Movie and then they got fired by Disney and someone else took over. I can't remember his They're name. They're like... F you, we're going to go make a Lego movie then. Yeah. They're like, okay, sweet. We're going to go make Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. And that is, so that's also on my list of like. Which is so. Is so good. I don't. Do we own it? I do. That's right. You bought and it. I bought, I pre-ordered it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't spend money 
on that kind of stuff anymore. Like it's just it's just yeah. an extra expense that I just can't really do. Do yeah. And um, so that's how good Into the Spider Verse was. I actually bought it. Like I pre I was like Hell when yeah. this comes out, I really want it. So Into the Spider Verse. If you haven't seen it, you, it's so you're probably good. under a rock because yeah. it's just so good. And so freaking good. Yeah, and I think that's that's um to kind of go. I didn't. I haven't even finished. I didn't even like. I watched like ten minutes of the solo movie i'm not interested in it really um but i think if you look at like stuff like into the spider-verse and the lego movie and uh cloudy with the chance of meatballs and you see like the work that they do if you let them do their thing they're going to come out with a great product and that's it doesn't seem like that's what happened on the solo movie but unfortunate unfortunate but there's some really good stuff out there so yeah yeah, there's lo- there's lots of really good stuff on Netflix right now. I'm really interested in watching the a- uh, Afterlife with Ricky Gervais. I haven't seen it yet. I'll have to check it out too. I'm writing all of this down. You are clearly writing all of this down. Yeah. Uh, I started to watch the disappearance of Madeline McCain, but uh, McCann, but kind of lost my interest. Um, which is a super sad, uh, real life. Uh, disappearance of a little I think she was three or four years old oh man um, it's so terrible it's a multi-series so I'm it's still I'm still watching it I just kind of started watching some other things so if you like more crime drama some more real life stuff um, that's really well made and, and has been good so far so yeah. Working Moms is on my list too uh, it's another series what's that Working Moms Working Moms so it's like women who uh, have had kids like somewhat recently and and just kind of their ex- so like single moms uh, i don't know if they're all single okay probably some of them but it's just kind of from a i think it's kind of just the female perspective of being a mom being a mom and like what it's like to work and to have, have to balance yeah. kids and and what that is like so. you never really think i was thinking like the other day like i have i have friends who have kids right yeah and what happens when they have to work and it's spring break you know and they're first graders like what a it, lot of my kids are home alone. Home alone. Yeah. That is. Anyway, I don't want to. That's crazy. There. Well, I mean, like, I would say that I grew up mostly like that. We should probably, but uh, like, like t- you are a teacher. That, I mean, yeah. That, that, now I'm that a makes, teacher. Yeah, yeah. And we're on spring break now. And I'm so. on spring break. Yeah. So I we slept. We slept in today. Till 11. That has never happened. I don't think... So we've... Because I don't sleep in. We've lived together for what? Seven years? Yeah. Almost. And I don't think we've ever slept We've till never 11. slept in. Never slept until 11. That was That was crazy. incredible. Yeah. I think also... We've had a very... Last week was... Going up into spring break for me, like work-wise was incredibly stressful. And then like my students... uh like without going into like specifics or whatever they had some pretty i got some i got some some kids that have some you okay yeah uh i have some kids that have some pretty uh big things going on in their life yeah um so i was dealing with a lot of that last week and then school wise <laughs> let's let's put, let, you know what we should probably put four major events <laughs> that's going to take the the teachers have to do outside of their work up until like seven eight o'clock at night we should probably do about four of them the week before spring break so i wasn't sleeping very much and yeah. so it was really it was nice it was good well then for me because we don't 
last week was insane on the stream. Yeah. I had some extremely generous people. Yeah. Looking at you, Jay Bionic and Cheese Junkie. You that was when when like normie. someone's normie yeah. squid, squid everybody all of them well just even freaking quizbo you know like dr crayons like these people so this is something it blows my mind right like to this day that that me i play video games on twitch i build this community things happen that are that are insane yeah you know some extremely generous people who who support me i will lay in bed mm. until two or three in the morning just thinking about it just thinking about like it sounds like a flex but just thinking about how lucky i am thinking of ways i could try to give back thinking of yeah of what you know well because i think people whether it's lurking chat chatting 10 bits a dollar a sound just effect just being there yeah just being there like it's so incredible to me to have watched it literally from the inception the first streams yeah i mean in the, the closet in the closet yeah like from that very first mo- even i remember when you showed me twitch we're watching mr moon you showed me mr moon and you and uh, Chad. Chad. I wasn't sure if I was going to say We Chad. were tipping him. You were tipping him and shouting me out. Yeah. And then so like to have Mr. Moon reading these and then start realizing it was, was kind of like Discord a weird. I was in a Discord call with Mr. Moon yeah. on, Friday, on and Friday and Mr. Blackout. Yeah. So like it's it's so like just incredible to, to remember where you started and to like have to be chatting the whole time or have to be there the whole time because it was me and one other person. And if I wasn't there, you'd have like one person and then for months for months for so long and then to have like five people Years. on average that was that seemed so big and then i remember when you went to like 10 people average that just seemed like everybody on the planet yeah and then to like have it continue to grow and then to have people be to realize that you entertain i mean you essentially entertain for tips you're like mm, yeah you know, it's like perform. It's like if you went to a, like a comedy club or a show or walking down the street. You know, it's you're you're essentially performing for subs and tips. I mean, I guess that's the see. That's the magic sauce. The mat. It's not the tips. Whatever. Yeah. The magic sauce is when you go and see a performer mm-hmm. and you tip them the you're only seeing an hour or so of their life yeah with streaming we are together five to seven hours a day five to six days a week you know it's it's like a it's like a little portal into the life of the streamer that you're watching yeah and you're interacting with and you're growing together yeah we've had people that we've been Watching for years. Yeah, I've I've people that like I don't watch a ton of people on Twitch. I probably have three or four. Yeah, that I watch and like it's inc. I watch more YouTube, but um, even on YouTube, it's incredible to have people that I've I've literally been watching like for for four or five years. Yeah, and to see their career change and grow and like, I lurk a lot. Yeah, I lurk a lot. I lurk. I lurk. I lurk in. You know, I'm gonna shout some people out. 
for what it, for what it's worth. You know, I'm not. But like, I hope that's okay. But no, like, it's not okay. Do not promote other people. I'm not promoting. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I lurk in Omal's channel. Yeah. I lurk in Great. Ninja Ninja Panda's channel. Mm-hmm. I lurk in Rob Strange McNamara's channel. Yep. Um, I'll lurk in. I, I just I lurk around. You know, I lurk. I lurk around. Sir Slaw. I lurk. I. Uh, Josh Tucker TV. I I love these. You know, I yeah. love. I love. You know, that, that's a good point. Like, for for example, I think. And then for every lurk, there's two because it's me too. Like it's it's there's so many people whose voices I know, but who I don't know who it is because this brings up a really good point. Like I I think like Rob Rob Strange McNamara, right? If you're not following or you don't know who Rob Strange McNamara is, Rob underscore Strange underscore McNamara, go check him out. He I love watching his channel. Mm -hmm. He does DJ streams, Mm -hmm. and what he's doing is is different but it's got the thing the magic sauce for rob in my opinion is it's got a feel to it mm-hmm. an aesthetic that you that is unmistakably rob's it's got a taste it's got like a flavor and it's rob's you know and like it's it's i think that that is amazingly important and i think it's always overlooked and i don't think it's ever talked about enough all these services out there and these overlays and all this stuff you can get your stream to look exactly like ninjas if you want or to look exactly like x y and z's if you want or abs you know but like to have your own flavor on twitch in the sea of ice cream flavors to have your own identity to have your own unmistakable identity mm-hmm. is so impactful and i think it's really important to have your own identity well it's like everyone has their own like it's like you have your own little corner of the internet and like why wouldn't you decorate it the way that you want it right like you said like you could make a lot of these a lot of streamers you could screen cap their stream and then try to build your setup to look just like theirs but like if it doesn't represent who you are, it's like a, it's like a, a corner of their mind. Like if you're not going to let that show off your creativity, your personality and who you are, I just, I guess I don't see the point of trying to mirror someone else's because you're never going to be them. And thank goodness, because you're like, it, it yeah. speaks to individuality. Like you're you, you might have 10 or nine of the same 10 likes as another person but at the end of the day like you're you and they are them like why wouldn't you make it who you are why wouldn't you have it represent who you are and i think rob does a really great job at you know this is what mine and especially with music as a creative medium it's so hard sometimes to visualize non-lyrical music Mm -hmm. that i think that's something that i think he really excels at is you kind of get this like little window into his mind with the lights and the, um, uh, what's the what are they called? The lasery things. Yeah, yeah. His lighting. His lighting. His, his whole his, his aesthetic. His aesthetic. Yeah, you kind of get his like vibe. this little vibe window into his mind, and then it's such a great one to just like put on, especially like as you're falling asleep. And I don't mean that as an insult. No, I know. That's, but as like a, it's th- just it. It feels like you're not alone. Right. I guess. Totally. That's the power of Twitch that I never understood when you first started doing it was this idea of like, oh, I'm going to fall asleep to it. Like, 
that was so weird to me. And now I get it. Well, it's in real time. It's, it's in real, real time. It's not a video. It's like uh, my, my one of my favorite things to do is fall asleep watching Twitch. Yeah. Whereas um, I do YouTube and it's different it's, it's different, the same yeah. it's the same video over and over again it and i think change. i think it's okay to see what else someone is doing and 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 want to and want to do that i think that that's okay i think that that's important yeah, of course. but i think it's i think it's vital mm-hmm. to put your own i think it's silly and i don't think it does anyone any good to copy somebody i think it's important vital and everything to take somebody's idea and make it your own. Mm-hmm. I think that that is how we progress. That is how Twitch as a whole gets better. Is somebody says, oh, like I like this idea. I'm going to put my own spin on it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that's that's the magic sauce, I think. That's what's important. Yeah. Well, and you can, like, like you said, like it's okay to be inspired by other people and go, oh, they do... They have got this type of decoration or, or like border, right. you know, right, like right, camera right. border or whatever. Like, go, oh, I, I love the way that they did a border like that. But and I think for me, like design wise and even like editing videos and stuff and like trying to do thumbnails, which is the biggest pain in my ass. I freaking hate thumbnails because it seems like. Ethel's my editor, my video editor. Yeah, your ethender. Did they say the other? But yeah, your ethiter, um, but like paint thumbnails, fucking freaking suck. Yeah, I don't you know can, if we're swearing on. No, here. you you can say fuck. Okay, I just have. I don't. Been. Well, because I try so hard at school, yeah. <laughs> to not swear when in real life. No, you can swear here. I swear like a sailor. We, we're not going to intentionally go out of our way to swear, but you can. Yeah, swear. Uh, thumbnails fucking suck. Yes, they do because they're so stupid. It's like here's this picture and I have to get you to I mean they suck but they're so important like it sucks because they're important yeah like here's this one image and if you don't know who I you are I guess whoever's putting out the content if you don't know who that person is if you don't know what type of video you're in for you need to look at that thumbnail and instantly be able to understand what type of video you're about to watch and it has to get your catch your attention and it has to make you want to watch it so there's so much pressure i feel like with thumbnails and all thumbnails i feel like i just like auto-tune myself like all thumbnails are right now or i guess they go through different waves there's different like things that people do i feel like right now it's 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 just i find thumbnails to be annoying yeah because i, hate I don't want it feels like an ad mm-hmm. and i don't want an ad i just i want to know which video i'm watching right like i watch a lot of youtube and you don't want it to be clickbait bullshit either that's i guess that's the thing i feel like so much of thumbnails are clickbait right and i'm trying to find a balance of like here's what's happening in this video here's i try to put a quote from the video that i think is moderately Smart, yeah. entertaining so it's more for me as i look through this stuff i can remember oh it's the video where he does the ship he sinks the ship or um where the the he's not going to hit the he doesn't want to crash the car into the tree yeah yeah (laughs) and uh i would say i would plug our youtube channel but we haven't hit 100 subscribers yet and so we don't have a custom url just search bruce Bruce cooper Cooper. yeah bruce cooper clip show just just search bruce cooper and it's the it's the picture 
that uh, Robit made for you. Yeah. So there's two because you can still find your old yeah, one. Yeah. It's not the white. Ba- it's not the white background. It's the other. It's the colorful background. Yeah. Um. But okay, so uh, the point is, is that make it your own, and I'm having such a hard time making my own because all I want to do is copy what someone else does because yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah, but I think it's important to not do that. I think it's well, important to put your own flavor on it. Yeah, yeah which is exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Who have you been watching on Twitch? Have you been watching anyone on Twitch? Have you kind of taken a little break from Twitch? Um, Kind of. And the only reason I've really taken a break from Twitch, I would suppose, is like one, just I'm trying to switch. I don't have enough time for I'm not making it a priority. So mm-hmm. um, I haven't really made it a priority um, just because life and and work. Has, I think it's super. We so, spend so much time on Twitch. I think it's important yeah. sometimes to take a week away from it. Take a break a little bit. Um, I watch kind of my two people that I watch outside of you would be I'd say Fem Steph mm-hmm. and Kitty Place, who she did her doing the big stuff, big stuff right now. Playtime with Kitty Plays. Yeah, and uh, so we I've been some we watched some of that today, and I've been kind of I watched a little bit. That's crazy Earlier. shit, man. Crazy shit. She's like, I, I remember watching Kitty plays a long time ago in an unfortunate like reaction video yeah. or Twitch fails video or something like that. And I've always been, uh, you know, I see these, I see these, these people out there shit on these streamers, mm-hmm. right? For little booby streamer or whatever. I, I am in the fucking rock like rock that shit if you if that's if you want to stream and you want to you want to show yourself or you want to show you know you're if you i don't see anything who you be who you are and if you're someone if you are wearing stuff that you want like you are you are intentionally putting out an image a brand a personality you are making a very intentional choice and putting it out on the internet and if you don't like the brand that someone else is putting out. Fucking watch something fucking else. Fucking watch someone else. Yeah. Like, I don't understand people shitting on... A, like, do not get me wrong. There are there are streamers out there, male and female, and everywhere in between, that, like, I don't like the content that they put out. And I don't enjoy what they do. And I think that they're copying other people or right. that their idea is but, silly. But your choice is you get to... But go- I choose to watch someone else. Sure. Pay the The biggest way that you can, like make your choice or your opinion known is like with your dollar and I don't always mean like literally but like if you don't like what some the content that someone's putting out mute them Twitter or Instagram or whatever like mute them if you don't like it go watch someone else like find people that make you happy don't spend your whole life shitting on other people because you don't like what they put out or because you're jealous or because you're jealous or because it's entertaining to have someone i feel like so much hate and shit that goes on on the internet is like people who are bored and it's a way to entertain themselves but that's a whole other thing Mm -hmm. i really like kitty plays she's one that i've watched for a while and it's uh, i find that her to be really fascinating because she is someone that really works like her personal brand and um not only has she kind of carved out like what her personal brand is and stuck by it and been like this is kind of who I am. Um, whether it is authentic or not, and I'm not really one to say or comment as to whether it's authentic or not, but whether it's authentic or not, I appreciate her continued um, focus on positivity. And um, there are days like I'll be clicking through Instagram and 
you know, watching stories and her story pops up. And sometimes I feel like when people are super positive online, it can come across as little asinine. Yeah. But whether I think that or not, like having someone in my feed say, hey, you know what? Like whether you're having, you know, if you've had a bad day so far, whether you've had a good day so far, like be intentional, have a great day, do something positive, be grateful. Like it still has an impact, I think, to have positive language being kind of put in your direction so her and then femme stuff i haven't been watching as much recently and that's really just because i haven't been on twitch as much but i think it's hard to find female creators on twitch for me that i i don't know are my cup of tea i suppose yeah no i like much out there i like this it's this part find. of it like or i i don't know maybe we should include this in in future episodes like who who have we been watching and i think it i think it might promote like finding a you know broadcaster yeah. like like omals like i think omals is another one hilarious like, he's got a lot of energy does mm-hmm. stuff that's different and mm-hmm. he's fun and he's got a great voice and he's well, just fun to watch and there's so much about twitch and i would argue youtube as well but like um I don't mean filler as like a bad thing. No, I know. I feel like it comes across. A lot of people as out there do do that, and I don't know if this is a controversial word, but there's a lot of people out there, quote unquote, grinding, mm-hmm. and you know, just putting in the hours on Twitch. I think that's what you mean, right? Like, just. Oh, I just. I mean, I guess I mean like. So there's a lot of because I watch a lot more YouTube than I do Twitch, and a big part of it is because when I watch that kind of stuff or when I have time for it, it's in the morning when I'm getting ready for work. Yeah. And there's really not a lot of people get like on Twitch that I'm familiar with in the morning, but also like the content that I want to consume. I don't, I, I game, but I'm, I wouldn't necessarily consider myself to be like a game, like a gamer. Right, right, right. I game and I enjoy video games, but really the thing that holds my interest more is, entertainment news uh movie tv content like entertainment content and like makeup and uh maybe you need to maybe you need to spend you know a week trying to find a good like just chatting streamer that you like or somebody and then share it with us next week yeah i'll I'll do the same yeah i'll look for someone just chatting just chatting i think is one of the toughest categories and i think andy i don't know if you want to talk about andy milanakis andy milanakis love him but I don't know. I don't know how when how long our podcast is going. It doesn't matter. So one thing that I I did not reply to his tweet. This is a couple of weeks ago. This is when he. This is a couple of weeks ago. When he retweeted my tweet. When he retweeted your tweet. I didn't oh, want to. I didn't nice. want to like flex weird. But no, 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 yeah. It was like sometime around then. It was like right afterwards because that's when I ended up following him on Twitter because I realized I wasn't. Um, uh, he had tweeted out that. What am I saying? He was he was wanting he was advocating for just chatting to be changed back to IRL. Yeah. And my argument is no. Okay. Both. Just chatting and IRL. And IRL as two separate categories because to me just chatting is well, like what we're doing. What now. we're doing right now. It's a podcast. It could be at a computer. Like it is someone whether it's talking to their audience, talking to someone else, talking to themselves. 
Yeah. Like it, it's just kind of not necessarily again. F- I don't mean filler is like a bad thing because that's what I watch in the morning when I'm getting ready. I I don't think there's anything like the wrong news. with filler. No, it's yeah. like having the news on or a podcast on. Like you right. might not listen word for word, but you're it's part of a com- you're being part of a conversation. If, here's the thing. If everything was exciting all the time, then it would be filler. Filler is important. I think filler is. I think filler is, is a, a not a bad thing. I think if you could do filler well, yeah, then you're onto something good. Yeah, because that's what like to me the Joe Rogan podcast exactly. was like when we when we drove up to Seattle, we were we were listening to different episodes of Joe Rogan for the most part, and um, uh, which was fun. Yeah. By the way, um. Like to me, yeah, it was like I road love Seattle. Tr- Sorry. Yeah, I did. I was thinking about it when we were talking about spring break where she go. I actually looked up to see how much those rooms were, but little little pricey last minute. Uh, anyway, um, it was like yeah, it was filler because we were on a road trip and you kind of just have something the way that you have music on, mm-hmm. but but there are times where you pay more attention. There were times where we were pausing it and then talking about it, like. I don't mean that as a bad thing. The point is, is I feel like just chatting is a category and I feel like IRL, like Hitch. Like oh, yeah. Andy, when he wants to go walk around Koreatown. Um, there's other people, but I am don't know all of their names. Yeah, yeah. No, I get But you. like, I feel like to me, IRL is like, I'm going to go, I'm going to leave my house. I'm going to go walk around. I'm going to go do these things. Which walk we don't, around in the real In the world. real world. Yeah, yeah. And uh, which to me, the internet like is the real world, but I know it. I, I get the difference between IRL and yeah. online, but um, so I feel like IRL is a category. Like if you want to go do an adventure and take your camera around and I feel like just chatting is its own category. Yeah. So I think, I think that they should have both is my point. I'll agree with that. Yeah. I think, I think it's, I don't know. I don't think I, I guess I don't care enough. I know, I know like, well, he was arguing that it right. was like, it was, degrading or like it wasn't really capturing the kind of content that he was doing or wanting to do and to me that was kind of like yeah that's the content that you want to do and the content that you are doing but there's a whole group of people that do just chatting and that's its own thing even Mm -hmm. like the mukbang thing which is like eating and chatting yeah i don't know if you need to be eating specific food or like a lot of food but that's a big thing there's a lot of youtubers not a lot there are some youtubers that i watch that We'll do that every once in a while. And to me, it's not that they're like eating. It's that they're relaxed, casual, and just talking. They don't have like a script. They're not yeah. like, here's the, hey guys, welcome to my channel. And, you know, it's their carefully done stuff. It's just them talking, which I do think there's a difference between a script and notes. I think notes are important. Absolutely. Like these notes in front of me. Yeah. So I remember all the all the shows that I wanted to talk about. How do you feel so far with even? The- but I, you know what? And I forgot to even mention the Stranger Things trailer, which you don't care about. <laughs> I, <laughs> which man, you do not care Str- about. I tried. I tried watching it. The Stranger Things. I like Stranger Things. I am definitely going to watch it. The whole, like I'm definitely going to binge the season. But it's of all the things that are on Netflix, even though it's the kind of like I kind of feel like it's like their flagship thing right now. Is or it's the way that I feel like Stranger Things is to Netflix the way that um, Game of Thrones is to HBO. Yeah, like it's a very it's their it's a tentpole tentpole series for them. But I feel like there is so much stuff on Netflix that is so underappreciated. Even just some of the totally. movies they have they have freaking so many older great movies 
on there. Not older, but like 90s, 2000s, which I feel like I appreciate because those are the type of movies I watch during We need to time. watch that Dreams of Sushi. What? We have watched Hero Dreams of Sushi about 19,000 times. I need to watch it all the way and through. And you fall asleep i know every single that's time that's not a okay we don't need i to, have seen hero dreams of sushi well okay realistically eight times okay i have realistically watched that movie eight i'll times, watch it on my own and you have fallen asleep you're right eight times you're right but it's a great it's a great movie it's a great movie i would watch it i was saying that's one of those ones it's what seven or eight years old six seven years old uh yeah let me see but it's one I of those. I don't think it's eight years old. It's I think one, it's like four. It's one of those ones that that's good to get motivated and watch. It's a great hero, documentary. Hero, hero dreams of sushi. Hero dreams. I don't know if it's it on came anymore. Out, came out in two thousand. Oh, Soma. Soma is on here. Um, which is the one you really liked, where they're competing to be a oh, sommelier. Oh yeah, that's a so, great. Sommelier. That's great as well. So, sommelier. Wine sommelier. experts. Wine experts. And then I don't know if it's on here now, but then they, they do Somme into the bottle, which is a deep dive into like actual like wine, mm. not just like these guys that want to be sommeliers. Yeah. Sommeliers. Uh, I don't think it's on. Oh, wait. No, here it is. It is two. Th- it's rated PG-13. It's in an hour and I'm going to guess minutes. 2012. 2011. Yeah. So I guess so you're right. Eight years old. Wow. I have not finished. Oh, and then the fire documentaries on here. Oh, that's a. Oh, yeah. And I, I, my recommendation is watch the fire festival on the fire one on Netflix and the one on Hulu because they both came out at the same time. Uh, which one? Is it the one on Hulu that was produced by Fuck Jerry? I don't, I don't. One of them was produced by them. Right. And then one wasn't. And I think it's good to get multiple perspectives. Right. So I think I think if you're going to watch one, you have to watch both. I right. think it gets a good... I, th- I personally, I kind of liked the Netflix one. Well, I guess it just depends. It depends on your perspective. I think it depends. I think you have to watch both. That was me. That was you? To me? Yeah. Did I do something? Chaotic Squid's looking for someone to play D- uh, Division 2 with. Oh. We should probably wrap this up. We're at an hour and a half. How are you feeling about it? Uh, rambly. Yeah. But is I, that I think bad? It's, no, I think it's good. I mean, this was intended to be a conversation between me and you based on our weeks and things that we're into. So it was like what you're, what you're consuming, what I'm consuming, and then we kind of just chatted. Yeah. I like so it. is it a two-parter or is it just you just going to do it as one? No, I think this is fine. I mean, th- there's nothing wrong with a podcast going into two hours. I think it's I think it's cool. I, th- I like it. I like that we di- I like that we touched on like the Twitch streamers that we've been watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that we talked about Twitch. That wasn't uh, like we didn't expect to do that. That was not on our mm-hmm. agenda. It was we're going to talk about games and movies. And I think we're going to talk about Twitch for me in my position as somebody who plays video games for a living. I think it's important that I'm knowledgeable on new releases. And God, there's so many other things. I need to come up with a good list. There's, But it's important for me to 
it's important for me to stay on top of this stuff mm-hmm. like GDC and mm-hmm. new games and new tech and stuff because it's that's what I do and I think it's this format or doing a podcast with you or some just doing a podcast in general like this will keep me accountable for it I have you know I want I want another reason to have to stay on top of the game in the industry yeah and I feel caught up now and I want a reason to tell you what I've been watching on Netflix and I know. you can't not Run. listen no I can't I ha- you have to listen to what I'm watching I, it's, on not that I, it's not that I'm not interested it's, I want to be interested it's not your thing but it is it's it not. is. No, it's not. It it it's. I like you telling me about it like this. But the, I, sure, I'll concede I the do. point. I'll concede the point. But the what I'm saying is that you don't consume the content. Content. I are quoting. It, well, it's like you don't watch I, Linus Tech Tips. You know, like it's it's. But you, it'd be fun for me to talk to you about it. Yeah. yeah. Which never happens. I would. Love you never recap. Linus Tech Tips or... That was uh, an example. Steve MRE. I, You're like, nice and hiss. then... Oh. But I And would, then it hissed. I think it's important and I think it's fun to do stuff like this. I think it's fun to do stuff like this. So we're going to end it on that. Okay. Thank you for listening to us talk. Yeah. Thank you. M- go to meundies.com forward, <laughs> forward slash Bruce Cooper. Get 15% off. I get sports the stream. It does. Well, and that's the thing is like, we have, I won't. Okay. It is. Imp- this is your, I won't get into it. Never mind. Check out the stream. Twitch.tv forward slash Bruce Cooper. Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow Bruce Cooper TV on Twitter and Ethel Koopa. C-O-O-P-A. On Twitter. On Twitter. I hope you have a great week. And weekend. And weekend. We're going to get another one of these out hopefully next weekend. Hopefully. And I want to do it. A, I, want to, I want it to be a weekly thing. I want us to do them every weekend. Yeah. And thank you. I skipped the um, the weekly video this week um, because we had a little more setup and research and stuff we wanted to do today. Yeah. So, but those uh, will return Those will return. Week. But I did skip this week just because otherwise I think it would have been too much much yeah so and yeah thank you uh much love and we will see see you next week bye bye wait do i need to do that do do it bye okay bye good night